everybody and welcome. I am Elizabeth Bernhard with Build Smart, Lead Strong on the Michigan Business Network. And I am so excited that you joined us today for this conversation because I have two dynamos here to join us and talk about the work that they are leading here in the state of Michigan. So we have Colleen Killen Roberts, Vice President of Entrepreneurship with the Edward Lowe Foundation, as well as Rodney Parkinen, Senior Small Business Manager on the Small Business Services Team at the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, or MEDC. So Colleen and Rodney, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, let's begin by starting, and we'll go with to you first, Colleen. Tell us about your work, the role that you have at the Edward Lowe, and the work that you are leading in the state of Michigan. Sure, I'd be happy to. Thank you. So our foundation is an operating foundation in Southwest Michigan. It was started in 1985 by Mr. Edward Lowe. He actually invented kitty litter and brought the cat indoors. Mr. Lowe, we like to say, is an entrepreneur's entrepreneur. You know, he wanted to help others on their journey so their journey would be less arduous than his was. So he left his fortune, his homes, and his property to the foundation and created what he called Big Rock Valley, which I call the mountaintop for entrepreneurs. Yeah, I do too. So we focus exclusively on what we call second stage businesses across the nation. We are national, 10 to 99 employees, one to 50 million in sales, privately held businesses with an intention to grow. And these are what Mr. Lowe called successful entrepreneurs. And we focus on these folks because on average, they make up about 18% of businesses across the nation but generate almost 40% of the high paying jobs in our country. So we're very proud of of working in this space and working with the entrepreneurs that we get to work with. That's great. And so what is your role at Edward Lowe? Sure, so I am the uh, Vice President of Entrepreneurship, as you mentioned. I work with the entrepreneurship team and we deliver the programs. We actually have seven in place now to our part with our partners to our entrepreneurs across the nation. Great. Thank you. And let's go to you, Rodney. Tell us about you and your role at MEDC. Yeah. So as you said, I'm on our small business services team here at the MEDC and really work at a high level to connect small businesses with some of those state, regional, and local programs and support services that are available so that we can ensure our small business ecosystem is strong. Our partners have the tools and resources they need. We're able to make referrals throughout the ecosystem and make sure things are as smooth as possible for very busy entrepreneurs. Within that, most specifically, I work with the foundation on that second stage suite of programs that we call second stage growth solutions. Really an industry agnostic program, but we do have a lot of manufacturers that come in and we really work with them to identify their pain points, connect them with subject matter experts with each other. There's a lot of networking opportunities because people learn best from their peers, especially in an entrepreneurial space where not everyone has a friend who owns a small business. So being able to connect them and and do that work so that they can learn from each other helps speed that learning process along, expedites their growth, brings more revenue to the state, more employment, and so on. So really work at connecting those second stage entrepreneurs with this suite of programs, and then more holistically, other programs that we have at the MEDC through Capital Access, Pure Michigan Business Connect, International Trade, and so on. And then, you know, at the regional level, there are a lot of regional programs as well, and our partners who support our entrepreneurs in that kind of shared effort. 
That's awesome. So Colleen, you mentioned that Edward Lowe is a national organization. Let's dive into some of what you're leading here in Michigan and how the MEDC is playing a part in that. Sure. So everything we do at the foundation, we do through a partner. And in Michigan, as Rodney said, our partner is the MEDC. And we've been partnering with the MEDC for years now. So Rodney works to find and qualify the companies, bring them to the table, and then together we co-fund. So meaning we both co-invest in these businesses to provide the programming. An example of that would be the cohort model in which Rodney would recruit 10 to 15 second stage entrepreneurs, in in this case um, for MGA manufacturers. And um, then we invite them to come to the foundation for a two and a half day leadership retreat. Typically what happens at the end of those two and a half days, they leave connected with each other and, and they make relationships. So we like to keep them connected over the next six months in a round table, and that's delivered virtually, again, uh, co-sponsored with the MEDC. So you've got two and a half days that turns into six months. Also during that six month time period, Rodney invites them to be part of our system for integrated growth, which is a strategic research program in which they can process some big issues that they may be dealing with. At that point, they as they go through that program, they have the support of the roundtable. So if they run into issues, they can access the intelligence of their peer group to process those issues and, and process the information that they're gathering through the SIG program. So that's just an example of what we do together. It's fabulous. Rodney, anything you want to add to that? I don't know how I would top that. So <laughs> That's wonderful. You are listening to Elizabeth Bernhard with Build Smart, Lead Strong on the Michigan Business Network. for the best value on your office products with the best service in the industry? For over 30 years, DBI customers have enjoyed outstanding customer service with competitive pricing on everything your office needs. From break room to boardroom, DBI can supply all your work essentials. From paper and coffee to storage and seating, DBI, we do office. Everything for the office? One call, one source, one solution. Visit DBI online at dbiyes.com. All right, welcome back. I'm Elizabeth Bernhardt with the Michigan Business Network, Build Smart, Lead Strong, and I am joined today by Rodney Parkinen and Colleen Killen-Roberts. Well, I mean, it's such an amazing partnership, but I can tell you there are so many manufacturers who I speak with, and they've never heard about the Edward Lowe Foundation. They've never heard about these extraordinary opportunities that, as you said, they are co-funded by your two organizations. So why are they not learning about this amazing resource here in Michigan? What's, what's the challenge? I, I'll hop in on that one, I, th- I think, first. And I, I don't know that it's so much a challenge. I think it's it's a matter of really the, the whole of the small business support ecosystem coming together and understanding all of the various programs, services, and offerings that exist. In Michigan, we're very lucky to have a very robust 
small business support ecosystem. And sometimes when you have such a robust system, things can kind of move up or down the priority list a little bit in terms of people's top of mind awareness. So it's really just incumbent upon us at the MEDC, our field team, our partners like all of you and others to make sure that we're continually educating entrepreneurs about the programs and services that are available because in that moment, that specific program or service might not be necessary but down the road, it might be. So it's really important to keep messaging out in front of people of all the programs and services that are available. So when the time is right, they can access those in a timely manner. And I think that's, you know, Colleen mentioned earlier, the the length of time that the foundation and the MEDC have been working together. I think that's a testament to that robust ecosystem where we've been able to develop some traction around this program and really start to solidify a footing where the program is adding to the top of people's minds and becoming one of those kind of North Star programs that second stagers are looking to to say, I need these supports, not just in subject matter expertise and not just in networking, but both. And it's and it's not a grant program. There are no dollars that go to the company, but more importantly, we're really teaching people kind of how to fish and giving them those tools so that they can go and do it themselves and, and make it more sustainable. That's wonderful. So I want to pivot to talk about Manufacturing Growth Alliance or MGA, the organization I have the pleasure of leading. And I invited the two of you here because you are on our board and we have created this great partnership. And I would love to hear about your backgrounds in terms of what had you want to participate with MGA? How did you first hear about MGA? What inspired you to want to be part of our board? And and what keeps you here working with MGA? We'd like to go for it. He's always such a gentleman. I love Rodney. He is. He really is. So, you know, Mr. Lowe is our North Star and Mr. Lowe was in manufacturing. Manufacturing's tough is there's a lot of inputs to manage and, and a lot of opportunities for things to fall apart, really. Now, if you are a professional services organization, you have people, you have process, you know, a lot, a lot of challenges to manage. But in manufacturing, you have the inputs to the product, the process to create the product, the distribution of the product and the people on the team to manage. It's just more complex. As far as, as the need for MGA, I believe that Mr. Lowe believed that entrepreneurs learn best from each other. When you put together a peer peer group of second stage Michigan manufacturers, amazing things happen. So I was drawn to make that happen, to give Michigan manufacturers the support that they deserve because it is complicated to do what they do. And in our experience, it's too, they're too busy to go out and, and figure out how to, to form this peer group. So if it's ready-made and it's easy for them to step into, then the, there's a better opportunity for them to, to say yes. So that's why we're involved. And, and of course, I love your, the head of your organization, Todd Guffinson. Anytime that I can work with Todd, I'm, I'm in. So that was a big, a big reason for me to, to, wait, to raise my hand and and, and loop Rodney into things as well. So happy to happy to have you, Rodney. So back to you. Yeah, I think really I learned about MGA through you know Michigan Celebrates and some of that partnership and my work with the foundation. And within the walls of the MEDC, obviously we're all very familiar with partners like MGA and others. And I, one of the things that really draws me to the organization is part of what draws me to second stage as a whole. I have a I have a five year old son, and the likelihood of him working for a second stage company in Michigan is greater than really almost any other size or stage of business. So I really want to work to make sure that our second stage companies and entrepreneurs have the resources and are as strong as they can be. So when he's ready to enter the workforce, 
he has a really great group of employers kind of ready to hopefully want to employ him. That said, also, I think in Michigan, we're at a really kind of interesting place with manufacturing and with it being such a deep part of our DNA, we want to make sure that we're supporting manufacturers of all sizes, especially those in the kind of second stage space where they don't have the resources internally to be able to go out and and do all the things that larger scale manufacturers have the either financial or human capital to be able to do. How do we support them otherwise so that they can be competitive, they can continue to grow, and they can evolve in this kind of changing manufacturing space as we move to, you know, automation industry 4.0 and and how do we make sure they're successful there? Yeah, you're absolutely right. When I first took this role back in July, last July, I went around and met with a lot of local CEOs of manufacturing facilities. And I asked them, what's keeping up at night? What do you need? How can MGA help you? And the thing I heard the most overwhelmingly is that they really wanted help with finding a peer-to-peer network. Because they may, if a second stage manufacturer, they feel like they're on an island. They feel like they're all alone trying to figure out their business, trying to figure out how to how to grow, how to keep their company moving forward and juggling so many hats. I remember one particular CEO, he said to me, Elizabeth, I have a therapist and I have a wife. He said, but I don't really have anybody I can talk about business with. And so, you know, and that's, I think, a pretty common sentiment. And so the fact that your organizations are here supporting CEOs and gaining that peer-to-peer network so that they can talk about their, their pain points that are shared pain points and providing them with many other services is just such an extraordinary resource you're giving to our manufacturers. You are listening to Elizabeth Bernhard with Build Smart, Lead Strong on the Michigan Business Network. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. Welcome back. I'm Elizabeth Bernhard with the Michigan Business Network, Build Smart, Lead Strong, and I am joined today by Rodney Parkinen and Colleen Killen-Roberts. So with the work that you are leading with manufacturers, what are some of the common pain points that you are hearing them speak about? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that I'm hearing more and more as I join into a lot of the technical assistance kind of system for integrated growth calls, one thing that's starting to kind of bubble up more and more is succession planning. Mm. You know, you mentioned networks and and so on. Another area is that succession planning piece. And we have a lot of legacy manufacturers in Michigan who are going to want to eventually be able to get out of the business. And what does that look like for them? Do they have somebody in place that wants to take over the business or a couple people? Have they had interest from other entities to acquire them? Are they in the state? And I think one thing that we need to be very aware of is the potential that exists for some of these manufacturers to potentially be acquired by out-of-state entities. They may keep that business here and the jobs here, but they may take that intellectual property, that customer list in that machinery and equipment. They might take that out of state. And then we have a bunch of employees who are left to try to, to find work. And how do we make sure that we have our manufacturing base set up in a way that 
succession planning isn't an issue because we have that kind of next up, right? And so that's something that I've been seeing a lot more is that succession plan that people have a hey, five to 10 years, I might want to look at getting out of this, not in a bad way that they love doing it, but everybody wants to retire at some point. So how do we help them prepare for that? I agree hundred percent. Succession planning is a huge need. Colleen, what about you? Yeah, well, I totally agree with you, Elizabeth. You totally hit the nail on the head. Entrepreneurs feel so alone and we see it all the time when entrepreneurs come to the foundation. We have about 300, 350 entrepreneurs that come through our doors every year. And when they come and they see other entrepreneurs that are in the exact same situation as them, they feel understood sometimes for the first time and they look around and they feel like their brothers or their sisters are there and and they just feel something in some cases that they've never felt before, a sense of belonging. And they've got, when they go back to their businesses, everyone's looking to them for answers. Everyone is looking to them to you know put on a strong front and, and be the strong leader, not only in their businesses, but also in their communities. It's really difficult for them to be vulnerable and to show concerns that they might have. For example, accelerated growth creates cash issues. They're not going to share that with people outside the organization or even with their team. So this peer connection that's created by our retreat setting and the CEO roundtables that we offer in conjunction with Rodney and the MEDC, it's just a wonderful remedy for this. And so it's fun to see them come in and come in on the first day and then leave on the third day. They're just a different version of themselves. And the the beautiful 2,000 acres that we have in Southwest Michigan that is a natural setting that you've both been to is a great remedy too. that forest bathing is, is a thing. You know, it's a, entrepreneurs often don't get away from their businesses and they definitely don't get outside very much. So that's what we do for that feeling of loan is getting them back out in nature and getting them together to help remedy that, that isolation that they often feel. So let's talk about what is lighting you up right now. When you wake up in the morning, what are you most excited about that you are working on? Always such a gentleman. I love it. (laughs) So before I came to the foundation, Elizabeth, I worked in second stage businesses for many years and supporting the entrepreneur and, and helping execute their vision. Didn't know that it was called second stage until I came to the foundation. But since I've come here eight years ago, I now have a platform, if you will, to help many business owners across the nation versus my prior life. And I support in supporting one at a time. So in last year, we touched 1140 entrepreneurs across the nation. And I am proud of that. I'm proud of doing that in Mr. Lowe's name. And I'm proud of of lifting up the legacy that he left. And for me personally, working closely with these amazing folks is what lights me up every day. I just got off the phone with one of the entrepreneurs we've been working with for over 20 years, who now is in a position who wants to give back to the foundation and help other entrepreneurs because he sold his business and is ready to give back. So that is just an honor and a privilege. And I'm, I, I just love what I do because of that. Wonderful. Rodney, what about you? Yeah, boy, what lights me up is... A lot of what Colleen mentioned also too, I have the awesome ability to go to the foundation this week for a day of one of the retreats and seeing the collaboration, the the trust that these entrepreneurs have in each other very quickly because, because of that desire to have a peer network, they really open up when they're in the room with others. And, and it, it's really inspiring. 
And it gives me a lot of hope for where Michigan is going to be going with our small business ecosystem and our small businesses. We have a lot of very smart, innovative people that are leading these companies. And it's really awesome to know, A, that they're leading the charge for Michigan, B, that I in some small way get to just be in the background and and be a part of connecting all of Michigan to these support mechanisms. You know, I come from the UP and being able to touch the UP and, and the West Coast and the East Coast and Southern Lower Peninsula, being able to work statewide is really an awesome thing because you do start to see some trends, but you find out how quickly unique everybody is and how awesome Michigan is as a state in terms of our people and our practices and our businesses and just the, the, the trajectory of the state, I think is gonna be in a really good place. I completely agree. Great. You are listening to Build Smart, Lead Strong on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Elizabeth Bernhardt. We'll be right back. For something to grow, it takes time. Like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. Welcome back. I'm Elizabeth Bernhardt with Build Smart, Lead Strong on the Michigan Business Network. And I have the pleasure of chatting today with Rodney Perkonen with the MEDC and Colleen Killen-Roberts with the Edward Lowe Foundation. So our three organizations have what I think is a really cool collaboration going on that launched in January. Would one of you describe what we created in January and which is continuing today? Go for it, Rodney. Yeah. So so we had a really awesome opportunity to bring together a group of manufacturers, a number of whom were MGA members, some of whom weren't yet members and hopefully may be one day right, but really putting together a cohort of manufacturing entrepreneurs and businesses together for this retreat, this roundtable and the system for integrated growth experience to be able to connect people in a similar industry. Oftentimes our retreats are a little more industry agnostic, which is okay because you get different lenses, but sometimes it is really great to see like industry organizations in a group together because you start to see light bulbs everywhere and and the excitement really happens and people are using the same vernacular and the same language and they're able to really kind of riff off of each other. And it takes things sometimes a little bit deeper because they can go into areas of their industry that they might not otherwise be able to. And to be able to see that cohort come together through that retreat and now the roundtable is really exciting. And it gives us a lot of great information to say, what is this industry experiencing as a whole and how do we start to see what's around the corner? So I think it starts to give our organizations some insights as to how do we iterate? How do we continue to develop and change so that we can continue to meet the demand and the needs of our entrepreneurs, not just now, but what's coming down the road? How do we get out in front of that? And so what are you hearing, Rodney, from our participants in the manufacturing cohort that are going through it right now? Talent. Everybody's talking about talent. I think Everybody's talking about talent. I Absolutely. Think a big thing. Although I did hear from one person who was saying that they are starting to see now more qualified candidates for a job than they had in the past where they're actually previously any of the candidates would have fit. Now they're almost having to 
take the best of very good candidates, which is a newer thing for them. So I think there are some exciting things, but talent is obviously always on the top of people's minds. Luckily, as a state, we have some really great support programs through Going Pro and, and other things to support those efforts. But talent is there, some of that succession planning work, and then just Industry 4.0. How do we adopt automation? How do we do it in a really intentional way so that the business can continue to thrive and add that without necessarily having to dive all in, but kind of taking those steps. And through you know our Industry 4.0 grant work and, and other things, we can start to really bring supports at various times so that the business feels supported throughout. So those are some of the really key things we're right. doing. And do you have any examples of manufacturers who have gone through the entire experience of the retreat, a system for integrated growth, and then the six-month roundtable? Do you have any examples of manufacturers who went through the entire experience and you can speak to their ROI and, and what they what they achieved through it? Yeah, the ROI sometimes takes a little bit longer to really understand because this isn't really one of those programs where job creation and and revenue growth is is either a requirement or something that we try to track quickly, especially in second stage manufacturing and and even under the other industries, it kind of takes a little bit longer. But we did have an email kind of recently come from one of our manufacturers who went through the programming and he started with, I didn't know what to expect going into this, but I didn't expect how great it would be. And and that was really his opening, a company out of Shiawassee County who really just, you know, traditional legacy kind of manufacturer company went into this pretty eyes wide open. But of course, people, they go through various programs with different groups and they kind of either get a little guarded or jaded or they... They think they know what to expect going into something. And then they come to the Edward Lowe Foundation and they get into the retreat and questions are asked in such a way that gets them talking. And he sent an email to almost anybody that would listen, just talking about how great the experience was. It wasn't what he was expected. He connected with so many great people in his industry. And it was just, it was a really nice email to receive, totally unsolicited or unprompted to just hear from somebody what their perception was and what their reality was and how great the experience was. That's great. So we have something to share with our listeners, which is we are launching a second cohort for manufacturers. Colleen, can you tell us about when that's coming up? That's a good question. I think it is going to be October October 31st through November 2nd. Usually my team manages all these details. They don't let me in the weed here because that's a, they do a lot better than sure. I do. Well, you did great. We actually moved some things around on our calendar to make that happen because the the first cohort was such a success and we found that we've never done exclusively manufacturers together as a cohort and that the the first cohort loved being with their what I call a peer peer group so it's not just second stage entrepreneurs, but it's entrepreneurs who live in the same space. And so we we worked to make room on the calendar to make a second cohort happen this year. I'm so excited about it. I reached out to some of the MGA members who are going through this cohort right now. And I told them a second one is launched and they're like, I have people, they're ready to sign up right now. (laughs) So if somebody wants to find out about how to participate in the Edward Lowe programs that are co-sponsored with MEDC, how do they do that, Rodney? They can reach out to me. My email address is fairly long, so I'll spell it out. It's P as in Papa, A-R-K-K-O-N as in Nancy, E-N as in Nancy, R-1 at michigan.org. They can email me and I'll follow up with all the details, get them information. It is going to be a manufacturing focused cohort that we're going to have for MGA members, non-members. We're going to be out really wanting to get as many companies as possible. I think we max out. Colleen, kick me under the table if I'm wrong, but I want to say it's 15 or 18 around that time of year. So, you know, we really look for a large, robust group from around the state to be able to share those manufacturing experiences with each other. Well, I have every confidence we'll be able to fill every single seat. 
So Rodney, Colleen, thank you so very much for joining me. I always love having a chance to speak with you and to dream big and to think about what else we can do in service of our manufacturers. Thank you. This is Elizabeth Bernhardt listening to Build Smart, Lead Strong on the Michigan Business Network. 